Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello, I'm Sarah Ellis, and this is the Squiggly Careers Podcast. This episode is one of our special series of short conversations that we've had with this year's LinkedIn Changemakers, which we're also really proud to be included in. Each of these people is pioneering really important change in the world of work, making an incredible difference across areas including equality, mental health and sustainability. And we're looking forward to learning so much about how they've made change happen, their hopes for the future and also how we can all get involved. Today you'll be hearing my conversation with Sonia Barlow. Sonia is championing change across inclusivity and really is just a general, I think, champion of change across all of the work that she does. But what I particularly appreciated in our conversation is just how honest Sonia is about all the stuff below the surface. What hasn't gone to plan, what's been really hard and the challenges that she's had that have really spurred her on to make changes. And also it was so nice to hear her talk about her role models and learn a bit about her family and how that's really helped and supported her with where she is today. I hope you'll enjoy listening to our conversation and I'll be back at the end to let you know how you can learn more and also who else you can hear from in this series. So Sonia, thank you so much for joining us today on this special Squiggly Careers podcast episode. Thank you for having me. I'm very excited to be on here, especially because I've been listening for so long that it just feels like one of those things that you tick off your own individual professional bucket list. Oh, that's so nice. I didn't know you that you were a listener until until you just told me right now. So let's start. I would love you to just share with our listeners who might be new to you and to the work that you do. And you do so many interesting things. That I was kind of going, it's really hard to know where to start because simultaneously there's about six or eight things I'd love to talk to you about. But let's really focus on change because that's what we're here to talk about today. So what is the change that you're really passionate about making and that you've been pioneering over the past couple of years and longer than that, really? Yeah, thank you. So I guess my change is changing people's perceptions of themselves and most importantly, what their journey, their life, their career means to them. For me, it's about providing confidence to those so they can redefine their measure of success and then go out and achieve their best life. And I guess the umbrella around that is to be authentic, to be inclusive, but most importantly, to come back and be your biggest cheerleader. It comes from a place of curiosity. It comes from a place of confidence. But most importantly, it comes from the fact that change is healthy. And if the world is evolving, why are we as individuals so adamant in staying still or staying in the same or traditional path, as one may say? 
so I graduated in 2015 I did everything you were meant to do I come from a fairly working class background I'm the first in my family to go to higher education I got my grades I came out that's what I was told right that's what you're told after 18 years of education to be like you've made it you need a degree and then you'll be taken seriously and then I walked into the world of corporate work and starting in the tech industry and every time I went to a new company I'd be keen, I'd be eager, I'd be willing to learn, I'd be curious, I'd ask the right questions, or I'd ask some questions at least. And then there'd be someone there trying to either bash you down or trying to tell you to conform into this space that wasn't necessarily my space. And so in 2018, I founded Like Minded Females as a social enterprise, but back then it was just a brunch club because I was lost and I realized that I was lost without any real sense of community or other women to talk through the same experiences. But when I went looking for that, kind of support it was very expensive especially in London mm-hmm. and I'm like well I don't have that kind of money I don't have a disposable income where I can just spend like 100 pounds on networking and drinks one because I don't drink and two because networking <laughs> should be free and then at the end of 2019 unfortunately all fortunately my career came to this really weird pivot point and that's where change really was the idea of change was spotlighted I came to these kind of roads to say, okay, do I carry on in my corporate career? Do I go on to another job? At that point, I was looking at jobs that were like six figures. And I was very young in terms of kind of data and stats wise to be on that amount or the work that I was doing in tech, especially as a woman of color, or was it a chance to believe in myself and give myself a fair chance? And I decided on, let me give the next 18 months to give myself a go. So I started 2020 with absolutely no real understanding of business or what I was going to create but I knew that you know one companies were not getting inclusion right two normal ordinary people were feeling like they didn't have the confidence the capability to launch their careers and three young women especially professional women were feeling like they didn't quite know what their next steps were and I wanted to help solve all of that or at least give people the opportunity to figure out themselves and so I started my diversity and business consultancy and then the pandemic hit So about four months, I had no income. So I thought, let me just launch my personal brand. So I started doing a lot of content on LinkedIn and on Instagram and just talking to people and not being afraid to try something new for the sake of it. I started a podcast called Strategically Winging It, which as per the title is what I think most of us are doing anyway. And by July 2020, I was talking to a publisher about writing a book that got signed off in September. I started writing in September at the same time when both my businesses, so like-minded females and my own consultancy really had a point where they kind of blew off. So I had all of this new client come through and I was like trying to balance all of that. And then once I finished writing my book around April, 2021, I was scouted or approached by an audio company that was working on behalf of the BBC. And then through that process, eventually was able to accomplish my own radio show. And then a month after that, I was notified that I was going to be a LinkedIn change maker. So I would say in 18 months, when we're talking about change, yes, my life changed, absolutely, and it changed for the better. But a lot of that change came from the little baby steps that I'd been doing in the background. And most importantly, that change came from giving yourself a chance to actually go into a new path or a new wave that you wouldn't have expected before. Who do you look to for inspiration? So who are your role models, whether they are people that you know or people just that you 
look up to or that you've read or spent time with. I'm always really fascinated to know when you kind of hold quite a lot of the weight of the world on your shoulders, so people are looking up to you, who provides that role for you? You know, if someone's like, oh, who's your role model? Mine isn't like the Beyonce's of the world or the Kamala Harris's of the world, let's say. I am the kind of individual that likes to pick great qualities from a number of people and see how I can learn from them and, and do better. So great example being my first role models have to be my parents, just purely based on the fact, not because they're my parents, but because they're two individuals that gave up their life in Pakistan and moved to the UK without any real financial support or understanding. Yes, they had you know family here, but they didn't really have anything substantial. So they gave up what they had to come here to provide for their kids, to give them a better life and to give them opportunities. So absolutely them being the first and foremost. Then my second, especially in the last few years, has to be my partner because we met at a time where both of us weren't established, but we were trying to figure it out. And in all of this, a lot of the times when we're talking about successes or being a businesswoman or all the achievements, we forget about the people in our lives that have also had to sacrifice to make that possible. And I give a lot of credit to him because he's put a roof over my head and also gives me, you know, the constant encouragement, be that going through the chapters of the book or listening to my TED talk before it went out or even the radio shows giving the constructive criticism to be like, this is what you could do better or here's where you can improve. Um, And not to mention the many kind of chais that you bring during the nighttime because you're just running late. And then I'd say it's the mentors of the world. So Two of my mentors that I always kind of reach out to is one's Davina Paula, one's Mount Tagera, and they are two women of color in senior positions. And Davina was actually the first woman of color in a senior position that I've ever met or I've ever seen. And, you know, I was like 24 at the time. And I was like, it's taken me 24 years to see a woman of color, you know, that's nearly a quarter of your life in a position which you can possibly reach. And Mount to herself, well, she came on the show a couple of weeks ago and she is a South Asian woman who is figuring it out herself, but is also embracing her sexuality. And I think that's so beautiful because a lot of people don't have that. And then obviously you go online and you look at the likes of yourself and your co-founder who have made a career and a journey out of encouraging people to consider the different routes and paths or Deborah Kendler or Abadesi or Charmaine Reed, who are beautiful women who have just created something from a seed and said, you know what, if we can do it, you can do it too. And then not to mention the South Asians of the world. So random things. So you have like Malala, who obviously is a Pakistani woman herself and has gone through her own circumstances and is there to be a good force of the world. But then you see brown women now on the likes of Never Ever I Have Her, right? On Netflix, this is an example. And you're like, okay, well, when I was growing up, you know, I'm 28 right now. So when I was eight or even when I was 18 and I was like, I want to go into media or I want to be on a book or I want to go into TV. It was often, you know what? Girls don't do that. Brown girls do that. Your voice has to be timid. You have to be reserved. You have to keep yourself to yourself. And I think to go back to your original question, my role models are women who are challenging that norm to say, well, you know, we're here, we're in this space, we can do it and you can do it too. That's all it is for me. And if someone is listening to our conversation today and perhaps is in a tough place, you know, it's been a tough 18 months for lots of people in terms of their careers individually. And perhaps they are thinking, I feel really stuck. Perhaps I feel a bit lost. Where would you suggest people get started or what might be useful advice that you could offer to those people who are listening and going, 
they really recognise feeling the way that you felt maybe two, three years ago, kind of before you started to kind of make all these changes that, you, that you've described? If anyone is out there feeling disconnected, the first thing I would just want to say is you're not alone. Right, one in four of us are feeling disconnected. One in four of us are mentally not doing very well. And over 70% of that is because of the work environment or working environment. I would say initially, I, I just want you to stop. It's okay to stop, right? Use your sick days, use your holiday. Just take some time off. If you're a business owner or a solo founder, just take a bit of time off and take some time back. Then you want to go and do something which is fun for yourself. That could be everything from taking a walk to sitting down and having a warm cup of tea to going and getting some ice cream from outside, whatever it is that you want to enjoy that takes your mind completely off it. We live in this hyper-connected reality and there are negatives, but there are more positives, I believe. Over 50% of the global org are online. So jump online, find your people. That could be going on LinkedIn and sending message to myself, for example, saying, hey, Sonia, I've seen your journey from A to B. I am really interested in forming my own business, but feel really unsure as to how to start. Do you have 15 minutes for a conversation? Or joining the many communities that exist out there and giving them all a go. You don't necessarily have to pay for them. You can ask to be a, a kind of a test member or give it a go, but you want, you want to do that research. It goes back to being curious and it goes back to exploring the options. And then ask the questions. Just ask any and every question because you don't know what you're even searching for when you're at a point of disconnect. I originally thought that I was searching for a brunch club and I was searching for women to make friends with, but turns out I was searching for a wider purpose. I was searching for what else do you do that isn't just the job that I do and how did you get there? I was searching for, is it really money that I chase or is it impact or is it being able to manage my own calendar or is it the fact that I personally am a sufferer of chronic migraines and, and depression. So I want to be in a place that really, you know, I can I can kind of coordinate my own calendar so that I can take the time off that needs to be. What 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 is your why, really simply? It's then acknowledging your power. So what makes you different? And then really owning those skills, those strengths, building those muscles and carrying it on. I always relate back to kind of the theory of being a, a child or when you're young and when you're learning to walk or learning to run for the first time and you're going to the park and you're trying all these different things, you're falling down, you're hurting yourself, but you're not stopping. I don't know why and where it is as adults that we lose that. But for me, that's something that I've really embraced over the last, I would say about 80 to 24 months is let me give it a go. If I hurt myself, cool. Let me just put a bandage on it and try again. <laughs> and I think sometimes that expectation that we have on ourselves to get things right first time, there's always this gap, isn't there, between, of course, often, in my experience, people are very understanding of other people. And of course, you should take a break and slow down or think a bit differently. Oh, no, but we I couldn't possibly do that. But also it comes from social comparison. So yeah. don't compare yourself online just because I have a post and it says I've won an award doesn't mean that I haven't been rejected three times to get there. So in April, I put a post out to say I got I did achieve Forbes 30 and 30. Last year, I didn't even make it to shortlist round. This year, I made it to shortlist round and I didn't achieve that. But that post went viral because it was the honesty about not achieving something, about failing, about trying again. Similarly, on my social channels, I make it a point to talk about the good and the bad because the bad is the reality, right? I've done all of these great things. Unprepared to Entrepreneur is a book comes out in October. But actually, the first time I wrote my first chapter, it was not great. Actually, it was pretty terrible. 
And it took my editor and my friends to be like, that's not good. Go and do it again. The first time I did a podcast, it wasn't awesome. The first time I did a workshop or a talk, it didn't go very well. I stumbled on my words. I didn't even know what to say. And the audience attraction wasn't great. And now I'm a public speaking as one of my fortes. So everything you do the first, second, third time, you'll get wrong. And on social media, if you're following accounts which are just showing their successes, then you need to stop following them because that's also not great for our mental health. We spend over three hours online. Over 70% of us feel like imposters or have imposter syndrome, which is where you feel like a fraud or you're not good enough or you doubt yourself. And much of that is because we're online socially comparing. So think about when you have a bad day, what do you do? Do you turn your tech off? No, you'd probably go and scroll through Instagram or Twitter or LinkedIn and make it worse for yourself. Think about how are you handling those negative moments? How are you handling your stresses? Be that reading a book, be that going on a walk, be that turning your phone off or being that binge watching on Netflix, whatever it is you're doing, just make sure that you're not there comparing yourself to a person on the internet because that person on the internet to create that one content piece may have spent three hours doing it or may have spent three days doing it to you know achieve that one award may have had 10 rejections I mean I won a grant for like-minded females early this year for 9k from the national lottery it took me 12 months and three rejections to get there right about four weeks worth of work but no one really knows that side of the story but I make sure that we share it online because not everything is that gold at the end of the rainbow or that pot of gold at the end of the rainbow doesn't always have to be money It, it can be time it can be resources it can be health it can be confidence it could be career it can be change it can be whatever it is that your version of gold is and that's really important to remember and we always ask every guest this as a way to finish our conversation today and I suspect this is going to be quite a hard one for you because I feel like you've already shared so many words of wisdom and this is sort of how you spend your time but if you were to leave our listeners today with one bit of career advice or one thing that you would really like them to remember whether it's just your own advice or whether it's advice you've been given from other people that you really want to pass on what would that one piece of advice be I guess my one piece of advice is go give things a go like what's the worst that can happen I spoke about the failure aspect and you know it's my mother who calls failure a temporary disruptor and and just hearing those words changed my life and changed the way that I viewed failing it's always come from my dad, the essence of just go and give things a go. And at least you've given it a go. And then you're like, okay, I can't do it. Or I don't like it. Or it's not for me, rather than not even giving it a go and saying, it's not for me. Like, what's the worst that can happen if you try? Do you know what? You might get a LinkedIn profile boost. You may get a book. You may get a talk show. You may get, you know, an episode on this podcast out of it. Or you may just learn that it's not for you. And all of those things are just as good as the other. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? 
They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Thank you for listening to today's special episode of the Squiggly Careers Changemakers podcast. If you'd like to learn more about the work that Sonia is doing, you can find loads of links in our show notes to her LinkedIn profile, to her book, uh, to her website. So please take a minute to check those out if you think it could be useful. And don't forget, you can also listen to other short conversations with LinkedIn changemakers, including Leila Ajaralu, who shares her work with me on sustainability, a really fascinating conversation, and Martin Sibley, who discusses disability equality with Helen. That's all for today. Thank you so much for listening to this special episode, and we'll be back with you again soon. Bye for now. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.